today on the Terrible Warriors. Oh, let's be bad guys again. Return to the Suicide Squad, where Max Brand and Killer Watt have been chasing down a device of controversial origin, and uh, they've done a thing. It's activated, and in a flash of light, they awake. In episode two of our two-parter of our second volume in Suicide Squad, and Max Brand and Killer Watt and our GM, they are your terrible warriors. Welcome back, terrible listeners, to this, the final game of our two-game special for the Suicide Squad, where Killer Watt and Max Brand team up to commit crime. And it goes interestingly. <laughs> and I'm joined with... Shane Fitzgerald. Will Mitchell. And it went white as our lightning from Killer Watt's gauntlets arced into the Materiopticon. Do you want the good news or the bad news? Hmm. Let's start with the bad news. You look around as the light clears away. Are you in an enchanted forest? It's a forest. And there's a bird. There's another bird. There's a butterfly. There's a fairy. There's another bird. Oh, look, there's a deer over there. There's another fairy. Interesting. The good news is, the shelving unit with the Materiopticon on it is right there in front of you. Yoink. Which part of the Materiopticon do we have? Uh, both parts. Oh, beautiful. The tech part is looking pretty fried. Yeah, of course. I'm going to have to probably fix that if we want to get back home. Slash yeah. do whatever this particular recursion slash, I mean, dream wants us to do. <laughs> um, okay. So we see a bunch of magical fairies and stuff. Is there a, perhaps a storybook-looking castle sitting idyllically off in the distance? Off in the distance. So yeah, Max, you have no. Yeah, keep in mind, neither of you have any occult knowledge. No, none whatsoever. But Max sort of sees the castle in the distance and fascinating. I wonder, my friend, what's the chances that they have very lax usury laws here and don't understand compound interest? Killerwatt is just looking at his gauntlets and just muttering to himself, fucking magic. Fucking, fucking magic. Oh, they all, you're looking at your gauntlets more? Oh man, they flicked the wrong switches in here. A couple of the, they, they messed with a couple of the transistors. That's why you didn't get the, quite the right charge going out of there. Uh, reverse the polarity, set it to magic. <laughs> and you hear a voice from behind you. Hey, what are you two's doing here? Gonna turn around. It's a man. He's about three feet tall. He has a pumpkin for a head. He's carrying a broom. Oh my god. Hey, listen, you you two's can't be here right now. We're, we're cleaning up the forest, so you can't just stick your junk in the middle of this place. Uh, cleaning up the forest for what? You gotta clean up the forest. Now listen, you're gonna have to take your junk, you're gonna have to go somewhere else. Well, all right, but we're strangers here, friend. Yeah, everybody's a stranger here, Mac. What about, uh, you? Sp Max. What about Sparkles over here? The fuck did you just call me? I called you Sparkles. Uh, what's your name, friend? Merv. Pleasure to meet you, Merv. My name's Max. Max Brand. Go in for a handshake. You listen, you gonna move this stuff off or not? Or am I gonna have to get some guys to come and move it for you? Oh, not to worry, my friend. Not to worry. We'll move it for you. And if you're cleaning up, I've got a way that you can do it so much more effectively. Um, he looks at Killer What? Is this guy for real? Says the Are you? Pumpkin. <laughs> well, let's see here. I'm standing here in front of you with a broom that I have to use to clean up this whole clearing. And I got... He pulls out an arm. There's no watch on it. Oh, yeah. About now I gotta have it done by. Who is it you're working for, my friend? Who do you think I'm working for? Who is everybody here working for? Well, we've come here looking for work. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I believe that. You think I was made yesterday? You do have a certain air of vitality about you. Yeah, thanks. The pumpkin's fresh. I'm gonna give you one more. Ask you one more time. You're gonna move along or not? Happily, but which way is your employer? What do you think? He's everywhere. Everywhere. 
So like as, as, as audience, you cannot see the glares that Shane is just shooting at Will right now. I'm just. <laughs> Do you want to punch this, a thing? Oh, I would. Does I would Killer like, Watt want to punch a thing? Almost. Do you want to roll for your serious it's irrational a, attraction to ki- punching a yeah, thing? Yeah, it's about time I actually start using these irrational attractions to violence and risk taking. So. Uh, Except you keep rolling God so well. He's just he's. He's or unless you want to just give into it. I usually just give straight into mine. This is the whole reason I'm here. Yes, I just want to straight up give into it. Punch him. Give me a roll to punch oh, Murph Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, smash the pumpkins. Uh, seven. Seventeen. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a... Yeah, okay, Shane, that's... Let me just... Fly. I thought I saw his stats in here somewhere. You hit him so hard, he goes back to reality. Ooh. Okay, so here's what happens. You put, you get him with like an uppercut, and he just starts going up, up, up. You can see him going off in the distance. Up, 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 over, over, over. Oh, bam. Over the hills and far away. Pretty much. Did he leave his broom? His broom flew off somewhere. Right. <laughs> well, I suspect that... Uh, Whatever's keeping us here, if we take this sort of shakes the uh, material opticon to the castle, we can find some answers. That sounds like the stupidest plan possible, so it's probably the right one. Let's go. Okay, and you start dropping off. Uh, now, when he was referring to our junk, was the it sh- like just probably the, the shelf? Just the shelf. Uh, is there anything else on the shelf? Odds and ends. Well, there's an elf uh, on the shelf. Stuff, like boxes, you know, confiscated from Doctor John D. kind of stuff. Uh, I'm definitely going to rifle through all that. Okay. Well, he's rifling through it, Shane. You see uh, something kind of lurking around the edges of the woods. Okay. Oh, that's a wolf. A big bad one, I bet. Well, it's funny you should mention that. A wolf does walk in. I don't mean walk. It's, it's on its hind legs. Of course. Dressed like an old lady? No. Ah, oh, damn. We're not in that part of the story. <laughs> Hey, hey, you gotta get moving. You gotta get moving quick. They're coming. He's coming. As in... The the guy in charge around here? Worse. The guy the guy in charge sends is coming. So... John fucking Wick? <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> the guy, the guy says, John yeah. Wick. Damn. Also, I love that, like, this not the boogeyman, wolf... the man you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. Yeah, I also like that the magical wolf has like seen John Wick and John Wick Two, and thinks Keanu Reeves really killed it in that. Like he did so good. <laughs> I mean, he's revenging his dog. Yeah. Any dog can solidly get behind a human going off for revenge. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, who's your friend? What friend? I-, I was referring to you. I... I was asking Killer Watt who's your oh. friend. I'm just waiting for the fucking owl to come out and start warning us about poisonous snakes at this point. I'm just... Nope. I am gone beyond are, are all you... previous forms of goneness. Do you want to just start going on a rampage at this point? Rampage? You can if you want, man. None of these are civilians, and they may not even be able to be killed. <laughs> they may not even be real. What or is or they're actually real people transformed, and who fucking knows? You know what? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. My rampage is going to look more like the, the second-to-last scene from Ernest Goes to Jail, but... Start describing it for me. You have a magical forest and a talking wolf standing on its hind legs warning you about someone. Yeah. Killerwand is just at the end of his rope with this fucked up day and he's just like, fuck this. And just uh, charges up the gauntlets and just zaps Mr. Wolf in the face. 
Okay, the wolf goes flying. At this point, there, there's a certain point at which, Shane, I don't even need to get you to roll because your stats are very high in certain areas. <laughs> and clobbering is one of them. <laughs> oh, God, it is clobbering time. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> you zap the wolf. You zap some fairies. You rip a tree out of the ground and throw it off into the distance. Did I find anything cool? Um, in the files... There's a lot of weird phrases like psychoactive interface and... Yeah, I mean, Max is going to, of course, take note of all of this stuff, so if he ever sees freedom, he can build one. Um, they don't know where the ruby comes from. Yeah, that's The ruby the is trick. not made of ruby. No, it's made it, out it, of... It's made out of, well... idea of ruby. <laughs> all scientific studies suggest the ruby does not, in fact, actually exist. Cool. <laughs> Good to know. All right. So, while you're rampaging... Now give me a roll. Uh, nine. Okay. Just a quick while I get back to the page. The great thing about the DC uh, RP, the DC Heroes RPG, it is a, is it has stats for pretty much goddamn everyone, including you're about to literally like smash through a tree with your fist, and someone catches your gauntleted hand. And they're holding it with an equal strength to yours. Okay. Please don't do that. Who are we looking at? Who are you I looking look at? Over? Uh, you look over. Uh, he's wearing blue jeans. He's It's a guy. Looks human. Wearing like a white wife beater. And he's just got uh, little sunglasses on. He looks... Conventionally handsome. He actually looks probably... He's probably the most normal thing you've seen in the woods. Yeah. But, like, you're trying to, like, take your hand away. He's as strong as you are. Okay, so he's just got his hand on my one arm? Yeah, on your, uh, on, like, your gauntlet. So, like, he grabbed okay. you by, like, the wrist. All right. I zap him with the other one. Give me a roll. Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, that's against his dex. So what's your lightning is 8? Uh, yes. Okay. And you rolled a 14? Yep. Nope, you are one shy of what you needed to get. Ooh. You needed a 15. Oh, man. Um, he lets go of your arm, though. And spins away deftly. And you realize something, Shane. Something really familiar about this guy. Oh, boy. And not like you've met him before. But it's like something... Almost like an air about him. Is very familiar to you. And you, you think about it for a second. And Killer One has some very specific tendencies about who he will and will not kill. Okay. Yes? Yes. Yeah, you brought them up in the past. Yeah. What are they? Uh, just a really weird code about killing virgins. Not killing virgins, you mean? Right, not killing virgins. Yeah, and does Killer Watt sometimes think of himself as acting like a hunter? Mm. I mean, maybe it's what he's paid uh, to do it. Yeah, more like, you know, this is his job, you know, the old... The old adage, you know, if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. Exactly. And for this specific sort of job, for everything, there's a dream, there's a nightmare, there's a something, a, a conceptual being associated with it. And you, and there's a kinship that you feel to this uh, guy like that. You know him on almost an instinctual level. Will knows who I'm talking about now. I think I might. Um. Yep. Yeah, and he, he looks at you and says, "Okay." Are we doing this the hard way? Wait, are we getting into, like, some Neil Gaiman shit? Or... You've been in dealing with Neil Gaiman shit since the moment this episode <laughs> started. <laughs> Do you know who you're dealing with yet, Shane? This is some Sandman shit, isn't it? Yes! Okay! Fuck. <laughs> Will's oh, looking fantastic. actually scared oh, over here. Fantastic. Oh, of course. Of Give course. me another roll to I'm hit. picking a fight with fucking Sandman. Great. Five. 
That ain't gonna do shit. No! No, it won't, but... Oh, you're you're into the violence of this thing now. Oh, yeah. He's gonna see if he can smack you. On the plus side, we ain't to vertigo. <laughs> you're in vertigo now, which suddenly means you could swear. Yeah! <laughs> it's a ten. Um, so you, you take a uh, punch at him. He just kind of nonchalantly pushes you back. And as you, you go, you uh, the force of it forces you to stumble a couple steps backward. And when you look down, the motherfucker stabbed you. What? Take two points of damage. Oh, fuck. Good lord. And he's holding a knife in his head. Where the fuck did the knife come from? <laughs> okay. Yikes. You can uh. both come with me right now, and we can... This doesn't have to go any further. Uh, I know exactly where you're coming from. And that's good. You need to keep doing what you're doing, just not doing it here. So where are you hoping to take us, my friend? There's no such thing as a free ride. Try, believe me, I've tried to make one. Brandon, this workshop. I'm going to make free energy. Not for other people. Just for me. Just so I never have to pay for gas again. Yep. <laughs> Didn't quite work out. I just, the boss wants... Like, my like, boss wants to see you. What, did he try to make a, a knockoff of the microburst battery? Yes. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Definitely. And to be fair, it did power a car perpetually. The problem was it powered a micro-machine car. Yeah. <laughs> the economy of scale just never worked out. <laughs> Everlasting superpowered micro machines! Yeah, on the okay. plus side, though, I'm so... making a killing in the bottle city of Candor. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I can find somebody who accepts their currency, I'm a rich man. Oh my god, this just turned into a DC stand up. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm here trying to make Rick and Morty references, but he's just, he's on point. He's got me beat by a mile. I, yeah, well, he's got me beat, too. I mean, there's not much I, I can't. I, well, I just made that random well, joke. You have to promise us, right here, right now, you need to run a campaign. Yes. I will, it has I will to, find, no, no, it has, find, must the, happen. find the time. Figure it out. It yeah. has to happen. I'm going to be running one soon. I want to play. I want to play in what yeah, you guys man, create. Yeah, I want you to play. <laughs> but we'll find a game. But we're getting off track. In yeah. this game, presumably Dream wants us to go to whoever his boss is. This isn't Dream that you're fighting. Yeah, for. yeah. I guess he wants to take us to Dream. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Have I ever told you about compound interest? Of course not, as we've just met. Oh, I'm about to get smacked. <laughs> I know that look. Oh, no, worse. He's going to get rid of my mouth. Do you want to spend any hero points, Will? Well, I wasn't really rolling, but... Uh, you, this is for your opposing value to him attacking you. Oh, criminy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to spend you might two. Wa you might want to spend some on your body is what I'm going to suggest. Oh, boy. Uh, well, if we're doing my sweet body... Um, I do still have my suit on, which I dreamed up, so theoretically... Oh, no, you do still have all your equipment. Oh, you're actually... Oh, no, you have your body... You have your suit. Okay, you're actually fine. Um... As you're uh, talking, 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 he walks forward, grabs you by the shoulder, and stabs the knife into you. Your suit takes uh, two points of damage. Now that's just unkind. He headbutts you. You take one point of damage. Okay. <laughs> he can do the talking. You're just annoying, and the more you annoy me, the more likely I am to have to fillet you. And if I fillet you, then I can only bring one person that my boss wants to see to him. And he said both of you. Okay, so at this point, Killer Watt is, like, settling down from his from his rampage. The, yeah. the stamp more or less deflated him. <laughs> You're like, wait, he hurt me? What? <laughs> what the fuck? When the fuck does that happen? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, take you have an almost identical physical track to him. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Good news, Shane. You have the same physical stats as the Corinthian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Okay, so... Uh, Alright, so... Well, Kilowatt takes a couple of deep breaths and says... And he just looks to the Corinthian, you said his name was? Well, yeah, you don't know that that's no, his okay. name, but... He's just a guy or twice. So he's just like, all right, whoever you are, Mr. S- Mr. John Stabberton or whoever... Uh, oh my god, John Stabberton, <laughs> name dropped again! In, in the whole game, Will, um, mm. two of the NPCs were John Stabberton and Judy McWilliams. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't last long. <laughs> no, John Stafferton got pushed off a platform uh, while they were trying to decide who to vote off the island. Um, Beautiful. In an amazing stealth move by Connell, who was more or less just playing the Corinthian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Shooty McWilliams was killed by uh, by Connell and Steve, and then Tom stole his gun. Nice. And then another You can one. call me the Corinthian. Very I hear your work's often repeated at weddings. Let, let's not worry about Mr. Brand for a moment. You're obviously an authority around here. I don't want to piss you off any more than we already have, so... We just needed this jewel and to deal with a Dr. Destiny or whoever. Oh, Mr. D. Yes. Good old Johnny. Well, dealing with John D... That I don't think my boss cares about so much. He doesn't get involved in moral human affairs. But the device might be a sticking point. Well, I'll let him explain it. If I show you the way there, will you follow me? Or are we going to have to get into a dust-up? He looks slightly eager at the idea. If it gets us out of here any sooner, we'll follow you wherever. Excellent. He takes the knife, licks the blood off of it, uh, flicks his hand, the knife vanishes. Yeah. My, Actually, my body's starting to get low. Can I do anything about that? Um, Yeah, there's a... There is a healing mechanic in the game that... I'm going to say, uh, as you guys are going on with them, you can both heal two points of body. Awesome. Uh, While we're going along with them, I would also like to begin repairing the machine. Give me a gadgetry check. Yeah. Because if we're going to the boss of this place, I want to have some leverage. Uh, I got a 14. Okay. Yeah, you start repairing it. Nice. And as you walk through, you, you, the castle seems far away, but as you walk, you get much closer to it by, like, vast distances. Finally, you're standing in front of this fairy tale castle. Mm-hmm. And the Pumpkinhead guy's there. He's sweeping up. Hey, it's used to again! Yeah, no, no, no. Let's just get on with this, you pumpkin head person. You have a fine day. <laughs> Because Watt has had enough of your shit. <laughs> punch, punch you over the horizon once. Don't need to do it again. Yeah. You go through, and despite its fairy tale look on the outside, the castle is very imposing on the Killer inside. Just, Killer Watt's just sick of pumpkin and everything. That's all it is. <laughs> oh my god, Killer Watt's next rampage is uh, in October when the pumpkin spice latte comes out. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to rip apart a Starbucks. You know, my, I make a killer acorn squash latte. Oh, God! <laughs> Another Max brand product. <laughs> killer Only Watts. slight chance of squirrelism as a result. Killer Watts just going on a personal war against basic bitches. <laughs> squirrelism? Small chance of squirrelism. It is an acorn squash. <laughs> We're getting dangerous. I, sor- I source them organically from trees of my own devising. We're getting dangerously close to D-grade characters in the wrong universe. Hey, hey, you do not insult Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl is pure and is, represents everything good about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> she made friends with Galactus. Oh, okay. I stand corrected. 
you're okay, Galactus. I like you too, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> More or less actual lines from the comics. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> So, we're going through the castle, which You're is going, more imposing on the inside. It's more imposing on the inside. There's Incidentally, a, does anybody want to see interactions between Squ- Squirrel Girl and Tracer? That would be hilarious. I don't, yes. know if, I don't know if there are any nouns I don't want to see Squirrel Girl like deal with. <laughs> and of course, nouns. knowing what we now know about Tracer, half the internet would be like, now kiss. Although, again, that's pretty true with any pair well, of nouns. <laughs> the internet's uh, I, a I don't know. Yeah. Doreen's sexuality has never really been discussed that much in the comics. We only know that she is attracted to some guys, she isn't attracted to Sentinels, and she isn't attracted to Mole Man. But we digress. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're we're, we're doing stuff in the dreaming. Digression is going to happen. That's true. Um, And you're led to a throne room. And the throne room is... It's like Escher-esque, the inside of this castle. And the throne room has a... There's a long, winding stone staircase which leads up to a throne on a platform. Except you look at the stone staircase and you realize its architecture is functionally impossible. The stones... Each stone is just set in the air. They're not floating. They are literally just set in the air. There's this big throne. And on the throne is a man man with just, like, white skin. Just, like, not even albino. Just, like, white skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a black robe wearing what looks like almost like an insectoid gas mask. <laughs> and sitting on his shoulder was a raven. Of course. And you are kind of marched in. So you know when, uh, in uh, Thor the Dark World how Loki is kind of marched in and like he takes a couple of steps forward and then he just kind of clicks his, yes. clicks his heels together? That's kind of how... Killer Wad walks up to walks up to this guy and he just says, Before we get started, I just need to know Who's your who's your interior designer? Mario or Luigi? <laughs> and the figure on the throne, you can you can kinda of hear it from behind the mask, laughs. <laughs> okay. My interior designer is everyone. Everyone who had a dream about a castle. This has a dream about this castle. Everyone who imagines a room imagines a room here. This is the place with infinite rooms, infinite doors. It's as imposing as it needs to be. It's as far or as near as people see it. It's okay, Corinthian. I think I'll be fine and safe with these gentlemen. Corinthian looks at you guys as like, I'm sorry, really? Corinthian. Alright. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine, I'm gonna go do my Look, thing I, then. Yeah, I can handle myself in a fight, mate, but uh, this really is like a pebble going up against a fucking tank. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I've just had issues. And this would just be bad for business. Can I get you something to drink? I've seen too many fairies around here to accept that deal. I'm not a fairy. Well, so long as those serving it and making it aren't, then I think we have a deal. The way I'm I'm sensing it at the moment, you are essentially a god in this place. That god is... Such a limiting term. You're the reality of a concept, as I understand it. Yes and no. Forgive me, I'm not... Up on the whole mystic thing. Personification. It's easier to think of me as a function of the universe. Given human shape, it's all a little odd. I was born human, though, so I do understand where you're coming from. It's all a little much to take in. I get it. He takes off his helmet. He looks like he can't be more than 20. He looks young, despite the fact that he is dark white with black hair. Most people around here call me Dream, but uh, since we're on a nice little speaking basis, you can call me Daniel. A pleasure to make your acquaintance, Max Brand. I know. It just feels good to say. You want to keep going by Killer Watt? 
Why don't you just call me Seth? Seth it is, then. That's like the first time he's bothered to give his actual, actual name. Yeah. name to anyone in a long-ass time. Yep. Well, Seth, Max, we've got a complicated little situation here. You shouldn't be here. Unfortunately, John's machine is... Well, it's what happens when a mad scientist has a dream about a machine and builds what he dreams of. Well, he has a ruby that lets him make dreams into reality. It's a, I think you'd call it a recursive problem. The snake feeding into itself. Yes, the Ouroboros, uh, Ouroboros device. Yes. <laughs> I doubt that's been trademarked. You keep dreaming. As a matter of fact, I would like to have some words with you. About what? Dreams. You see, my entire life, I've been plagued with a problem, and I'm a man who likes to solve problems. I like to help people in my way, but the one person I've never been able to help is myself. I'm a man with dreams, as you know. Big dreams. But every dream I dream, someone else has had first. Yes. All this talk about dreams, I'm just waiting for him to go into a lame is number. <laughs> I believe you owe me, my friend. Do you now? I wouldn't be here were it not for this issue of mine. Ma Maxwell, Maxwell. Did you miss the whole pebble tank thing that I went through not two minutes ago? Well, I'm not throwing myself against him. I'm simply stating facts. No, you know what, Seth? I think Max here needs to have something very clearly stated to him. And he stands up, and he walks down the stairs, and it seems like he's walking from a long distance away. Yeah. And it takes him the same amount of time to walk down the stairs to you, but there's a sense that he's, that he's bridging a chasm. Yeah. And as he gets closer to you, you start feeling just this aspect of him. Yeah. And... It's not terrifying, but... but it's like proper capital A old school awe. Yeah. I mean, it's like you've seen Superman from a distance before in person. Yeah. And this is almost like that feeling. Ugh. Um. And he, gets, he steps in front of you. He's not wearing shoes. He's just wearing this yeah. robe. Let me gestures for the raven. Matthew, thank you. The world, the dreaming, dreams owe you nothing. They are part of you and you are part of them. The fact that you have this wonderful gift is a fact. It's a talent. And it's up to you what you choose to do with it. The fact that you constantly use it for crime, that's your choice. You didn't have to. No one forced you. I didn't force you. Dreams didn't force you. That was all you. The person you're best deceiving, Max Brand, is yourself. Seth over here is honest with himself. You know what you are. Are you comfortable with it? There are times when I wonder if I made the right choice, but... You don't always get a choice now, do you? No, you don't. I'm, I don't know if you chose to be what you are. I didn't. Well, there you go. But it is what I am. You are what you are. We don't play with the deck upside down. That's a little saying we have back home. And it's a good one. You don't know the card you're getting, so you play with what you have. You win, you lose... You, you do the best you cheating, can. You kick his ass. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. The point here. That's who you are, Max. 
the sooner that you're more comfortable with that, the sooner you'll stop torturing yourself. The sooner you'll stop being angry with yourself. But that's the wisdom found in dreams. And the wisdom found here is that I need the ruby back. Hmm. Not a ruby. Not a ruby like this one. I the need ruby. this ruby. I have one already, but it has... he And a ruby, like exactly like the one you have, appears, appears. in sand. But it has facets. And those facets have reflections. And those reflections are dangerous when they're in the hands of mortals. I know because I've seen the effects. Did you read John Dee's file and see some of the things that he has done with his Materiopticon? That I have. Even with all the things I've done, this guy is sick. Yes, he is. The ruby is not safe in mortal hands. No aspect, no facet of it is. No facet of it can ever be. So I'm going to ask you to give it to me of your own free will. And in doing so, I'll send you back to Earth safely. I'm not going to drop you back into the same area that you were in. What you do from there is up to you. Might I propose a deal? I'll hear you out, Max, but keep in mind that I know who you are. Indeed, and I thank you for the services rendered so far. We also have a need. A need for a ruby, much like this one. As the beings here have a master, so do we. Have you ever gone back to your boss empty-handed? A boss that has a bomb in your brain? Ugh, oh, what a pain! Well, I could empathize with you, but I do have the benefit of being my own boss. Indeed, and so should we all. It's the American dream. But, what if I made a trade with you? Instead of us taking nothing back, we took a reflection of the original ruby. Not a facet, a proper reflection. That way, people dreaming and chasing this would stop. You have to understand that, as competent and charming and skilled as we are, there are others, and our employer will not stop. But if she thinks she has what she wants, I don't see a problem. Hmm. What about you, Seth? Do you think that Miss Waller will go for that? You don't have to tell her, of course. I'm going to be honest with you. Knowing now what this jewel is capable of, and even though I do have respect for Miss Waller, I don't want her messing with this kind of power. So, let me ask you this. As a quote-unquote master of dreams, are you able to influence perception in any way? Make her not care? about this jewel? I could, but doing something like that causes repercussions. I'm not the only one like me, and there's a give and take. She has a strong desire for this, and that would require influencing someone else to influence her. I control dreams, but there are other fundamental states of existence which are the Subjects of my siblings. Now, Daniel. May I call you Daniel? Yeah. Excellent. Daniel, if I go back with a similar ruby that appears the same, she will think she has what she needs and simply feel that the research that comes from it fails. You're not influencing anybody. As you said, I am what I am. And a scorpion has to sting and a businessman's gotta sell. All right. When he puts it like that, it makes a bit more sense. I mean, she technically gets what she wants, quote-unquote. As not... well, I've already messed with this contraption. She'll think that any failures are likely my fault, but not be able to blame me for it. As I was simply trying to repair, not alter. We're just trying to come up with, this, with the best-case scenario that doesn't cause our heads to explode. 
I could understand that. And that's it's reasonable. Savvy. Yes. It's a dream we can all dream. <laughs> Very well. Yes, I think you have a good solution to the problem. But wait, there's more. John D. He's been causing all sorts of problems. When you return us, if we could be somewhere convenient in relation to that issue, that would be much appreciated. Yes, part of our whole... I won't stop you from ending his life, but I won't assist you in it. I suppose you win some, you lose some. The ruby, please. With great difficulty, Max yeah. Brand just, hands it over. It, 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 there's just that point where he's still like holding on to it. Max, you have to let go at some point. I, I'm I'm doing my best. <sighs> Thank you. He, I'd offer to zap him, but his hand would stay closed. That's fine. Figured that out the hard way. He takes the two rubies and he literally just mashes them together. They become one. He snaps his fingers. The ruby vanishes. And he snaps his fingers again, and another ruby appears. Identical. But there's something there's something lacking from the feel of it. Yeah. And you can tell because we're in the dream world. Yeah. That yeah. it's just a it's just a ruby. Yeah. Here you go. Pleasure doing business with you. Now then, I think it's about time that you two went home. And Killer Watt, when you meet her, tell my sister that I say hello. And he snaps his fingers. And you are both standing in a playground. And you look around, and it's the the skyline of Central City around you. All right. Um, uh, Is there a street sign nearby? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're at the corner of, I don't know, John's and Simone. Great. Um... How far is the precinct we need to be at from this? Uh, five, six blocks away. All right. And judging from the sun, what time of day is it? Yeah, it looks like it might be this more or less the same time that you left. So yeah, it's more or less instantaneous. Yeah. Right. And we still have that thing to look like cops. <laughs> well, you use that gadget. You could use your last C Omni gadget to uh, do it again. Yeah, to, to recharge it. And then go in with the reinforcements. Sounds good. Let's look like cops. Let's be cops. Because by now, surely, the reinforcements are on the way. Um, and so, yeah. Let's run into the place. May, okay. I, be, may I be permitted an, uh, an MST3K reference? Absolutely. Dumb cop and dumb cop. They're dumb cops. <laughs> <laughs> this is like... Um, cry... Um, it was, um, God, was it LARP that we did the gag in? That we stole it from Beyond Belief. It's a drunk cop elephant. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a, be, beyond Belief, they have a bit where at one point they're trying to interrogate someone. Let's do good cop, bad cop, Frank. But which one of us is the bad cop, Sadie? I don't know. Let's, uh, I, I'm really drunk right now. Bad cop, bad cop? No, bad cop, drunk cop. <laughs> oh, well, that still means that one of us doesn't get to drink. Drunk cop elephant! <laughs> or something to that effect. I uh, just maintained drunk cop elephant is my favorite interrogation style. I love it. This is just making me think of this game that I just got on Steam called Beat Cop. It's li- <laughs> you're li- No, you're literally just walking around writing tickets and busting purse snatchers. Hmm? Alright All right, then. So yep, it's you, actually you walk into the precinct and it's they're going nuts inside. Yeah. Like, there, there are riot officers running out, there are civilians running out. Mm. Awesome. Chaos is exactly the cover we need. Uh, so, yeah, look like we know what we're doing. Sort of pistols out and and go over to the sort of secure lockup. Yep. Uh, swipe our way in. Um, sort of, you know, we're just like checking on prisoners, making sure everybody's here, you know, providing support. Yep. Uh, and in a cell, there is a man. And he... John D's file says he's only in his 30s. He looks like he might be in his 90s. He's withered. His cheeks are sunken. His hair is falling out in patches. Uh, he almost looks more skeletal. He looks almost more like the skeletal mask that he wears than anything else. Mm. Um, and the, the sirens are going off. 
And he's just literally dancing, going, my ruby, my ruby, I'm going to get my ruby. This dancing, like, the guy's completely lost it. Hmm. Well, that makes this sad. <laughs> oh, well. Um, would you care to do the honors? Yes, I certainly would. I sort of just, like, be the lookout. Okay, and you're just going to zap him? Uh, I'm actually going to... I'm going to, uh... I want to keep this, like, as quiet as possible. Yeah, we're going to make it look like he's, he just, like, slipped. I'm just going to let you know yeah. straight off the bat, he only has a body of five. So, your lightning of eight, you, yeah. Yeah. Really, I was just going to grab him by the throat and snap his neck. Yeah, sure, just yeah. give me a roll. This should be pretty easy for yeah. you. Uh, twelve. God, you guys are rolling well this game. Yeah, <laughs> man, these, these are hot dice. And Dr. Destiny drops to the ground dead. Cool. All right, now let's fry that surveillance evidence and get out of here. Right. So. Um, yeah, and as you're going back down, however, doing this will break your uh, illusion. Yeah. So you're going down, and you're, like, banging on the door. It's like, let us out of here. <gasps> Is there goons? Well, no, there Well, there are goons. They. Some people sound like goons. Then you hear, from, as you're passing one of them, Hey, mate! Mate, come on! C come on, let let a fella out of the cell, eh? As I tr Derek tries to shift into an Aussie accent. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> Max Brand sort of trot slows to a trot and looks. Is it who I think it is? Oh, uh, oh, on, you hey. stop! Good day. Uh, Good day. Come yeah. on, come on, the, let me out. You know what? You mentioned it. I just got to get this out of my system. Goons. <laughs> Hi, goons. <laughs> <laughs> You look at the cell, and it's just, yeah. it's a lanky, really wiry-looking guy. Uh, he has red hair. Does he have red hair? Yeah, like yeah. things like, like coppery. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, oi, oi, come on. Come on, be, be a fair and let me out, eh? What's freedom worth to you, my friend? I've got some money buried in the ground somewhere. Know a, know a thing or two about a thing or two. Come on, help your old pal Digger out. Well, when opportunity knocks... I just, you know what, I just stopped Bran for a second. And I grab the cell door, crush the lock, slide it open gently. And I just, and I just give, uh, I just give Boomer a little knowing wink. Because oh, I would assume that yeah. Killer Watt and Boomer yeah. have worked together before. Oi, you Killer Watt! You're the, what's this? You're the infomercial guy. Absolutely. I would love to talk to you about some aerodynamic properties of your products. But in the meantime, time is money, and you've got your freedom. Be seeing you. <laughs> You're just like, we're going that way. You go that way. Yeah. All right. Captain Boomerang is back in business, baby. Wait a minute. Wait. i got to ask this, or I'm going to be wondering it all night. You still have that fucking unicorn? You don't talk about the unicorn. <laughs> you got issues, mate. Just saying. <laughs> this game in which we discover Derek can't do an Australian accent. <laughs> ah, it's a tricky one. Yeah. All right, then. So, yeah, run up to the server room. It's a Central City Jail. You gotta have a cameo by one of, of the rogues. Oh, of yeah. course. Um, so, yeah, run up to the server room. Uh, sort of like, oh, yeah, assessing the damage. Oh, I can't believe he did this. Whatever. Um, in fact, amazing craftsmanship, though. And so so economical. <laughs> what I don't get is why you didn't blow the server room when you were in there the first time. Straight up forgot. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're back here. There's still a killer watt fish-shaped hole in the door. Like, wait a minute. We were here before. Oh, man. <laughs> Could have saved ourselves a trip. I was okay, mostly concerned so... about getting my hands on that device. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're heading back to the server room and just... And then just fucking destroy it. Cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll head back to the server room. Yep. Alright, and uh, Killer Watt is going to find a, a nearby wall outlet. Yeah. And kind of jack into it. Charge up, and boom. Oh, yeah, just like one of those big panning cinematic shots as like the lightning yeah. arcs out of you from all directions. I thought of I thought about this, but I wasn't sure if it was going to work when we were in like the 
the crowded like bullpen or whatever just come up with like basically my name for it was a taser pulse okay just basically have like an area of effect just like stun yeah, attack yeah. or something like that but the classic that's, that's, dome energy yeah. attack base drop thing yeah. yeah that's neither here nor there so basically drop a template just, on it yeah boom yeah just yep you blow out the servers groovy perfect um yeah Oh, I'm sorry. Once you get back into the server farm, you know who's still hiding there? Oh, it's freaking Byron, Byron, the accountant. Oh, Byron, the accountant. <laughs> oh, well, we're taking him with us. Oh. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him in. I'm gonna put him in my handcuffs. The one signed by the, the flash. one signed by the Flash. Uh, and then, yeah, gonna lead him out as if we're taking. Keep in mind, you broke the police illusion. Oh, when you killed Doctor Destiny. Yes, that's true. We uh, broke the illusion, and I don't have any more CAPs for that. You just have the ABCD Omni gadget. Yeah, I'm gonna save that in case shit goes south real fast. Uh, so, just gonna book it out. Okay. Gonna get out with the rest of the cast, but I'm taking Myron with me. Okay. He's the only one there who could really ID you because you kept saying your name around him. Well, I know. It's like <laughs> Amanda Waller signed, signed Max Brand up to be like stealthy. I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, he can be stealthy, but he always leaves a calling card, which is to say a business card. <laughs> <laughs> but because you don't have a business card, you just take a business card piece of paper, you sign Max Brand on it with your email address underneath. Oh, Call for opportunities. Uh, his, his cufflinks double as like stamps. No, they're compressed business cards. Yes! Yeah, because he saw them and... Yeah, yeah. anyways. It's um, based on the Flash's ring. Yeah. Except instead of holding a suit inside, you can only ever compress it enough to hold business cards in. I can get 200 of the suckers in there, but eh, it's only so useful. But they all come out at once, though. Boom! <laughs> of course they do. Just this cloud of business cards floating <laughs> everywhere. Use it right, you could use it like chaff against missiles. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so once we get out of the station and, like, a good distance away... Yeah. Sort of get into an alley with, with uh, Myron. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. As one of my esteemed henchmen, Myron, have I got a deal for you. Here, we have some genuine autographed by the Flash handcuffs. It's rare that he signs these. You can sell this on eBay under... And then I give him... Yeah. I give him my, my user handle. Um... Uh, it's all going to be handled through uh, various businesses in the Seychelles and a couple of shell corporations. Uh, I have a small office that's still in my possession down in Baton Rouge. You can take the proceeds of that towards your debts. And then all you need to do is sign up five more people into my henching services. <laughs> and I will send you a guide to criminal enterprises. <laughs> How does that sound to you, You just sort of looks wide-eyed and terrified. Can I, can I try to influence yeah, him? Can I persuade him? Come on, charisma. Uh, I got a 10 on my... Yeah, no, you, you sell him on it. Oh, my God. Great. Uh, so, yeah, then I tell him, you know, how to... Uh, yeah, the, the Max Brand pyramid henching scheme. I absolutely put him into the pyramid henching scheme. Um, and, yeah. Great. Uh, if you can get seven other henchmen to sign up, you'll get put into our uh, our exclusive dental plan. They were the ones who needed the dental plan. Cut back to the two thugs who the question knocked out, one of whom was just spitting teeth. Well, the thing is, he asked me if I had a dental plan, and I said yes. <laughs> what even the... <laughs> he never asked if I offer one. You guys are terrible. Yep, okay. And uh, you... Uh, and then you... I, I send him on his way. Yep. I, yeah. And you go and meet up at the rendezvous. Go meet up at the rendezvous with the device... Um, well, they'll, she'll find out John D's dead right away. And you head back, uh, and you get taken back to Bell Rev. Yeah. Right? And I think I'm going to end the game there. Holy shit, <laughs> it actually worked. Oh my god. You guys have fun? God, yes. yes. Oh, Max Brand oh, is more wow. fun to play than it sounds. Oh, I love him. Apologies to the people of England, you've suffered enough this year. Apologies oh, to anybody having that, without having calls. to suffer my terrible accent. Yeah. You could at least apologize to the people of Australia. No, I can't, because that wasn't even really an Australian <laughs> accent. Yeah, it was far enough away that it doesn't even count. But then again, they gave us Mel Gibson, so let's call it even. Oh. 
<laughs> I just savage tonight. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Shane's yawning over here. I'm no like, I'm like, I better, ra- I better wrap this game up before he just falls asleep. Yeah. And it's Max Brand dragging an unconscious killer water around with him. <laughs> He's I just like weekend at Bernie's his way through the freaking. Through the oh my god, a weekend at Bernie's RPG. Oh, oh god, Wield could end up like that if you play it right. Well, technically, that already exists. It's called Swiss Army Man. No, that was a movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's RPG, though. How would you even do it? Oh, God. Well, see, now this is a question we're going to have to figure out. Yeah. Powered by the apocalypse. I'm responsible for manipulating Bernie's left arm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. So you head back. Mission accomplished. You get time knocked off your sentences. And this is just like a one issue, oh, absolutely gonzo. They let Grant Morrison write an issue of uh, yeah, this, Suicide Squad. This ends up like, like stuck in the back of like an annual for something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember that time? Yeah. All right. Well, thank this you. This was for... like a free comic book day thing. This was a free comic. Well, you know what? It was a two episode um, game to wrap up the month of June before we head into our grandiose apocalypse world yes. game. Yes. All nine total episodes worth of it. Oh yeah. my god. Run across two different groups. Yeah. And then finished at Con Bravo. Speaking of which, obviously, you guys should come out to Con Bravo 2017 in Hamilton, Ontario. You can check them out at conbravo.com. And it's running between, uh, uh, sorry, not January, July 2017, between uh, July 28th and July 30th. Hamilton, Ontario at the Hamilton Convention Center, conbravo.com. Check them out. We are going to be there. We are doing a panel. That panel is going to consist of the last episode of Apocalypse World. I'm going to be there. Shane's going to be there. A bunch of other people are going to be there. Justin, Connell, Bree, maybe Cassie, maybe Tom. So finalizing out who's going to be going there. And you are going to... Get to see a showdown, and it is gonna be amazing. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm Derek Bart for Jason Views. I've been your GM for this, our very, very brief return to the Suicide Squad. Now, I'm joined <laughs> with my good friends and players Shane Fitzgerald, Will Mitchell, and that's a wrap. Take it away, Justin! Bye, thank you, Derek. The Terrible Warriors have new episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday. And Suicide Squad is done for now, which means you can head to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, and if you're a supporter or become one today, you can get access to the debrief episode, as well as a complete compilation of this campaign that you can download and save for your own self so you don't have to listen to me at the end of every episode. Now, the reason why Suicide Squad was so short and wrapped up today is because the entire month of July has been set aside for a campaign that will bring our season to an end. For the first time, both our Edmonton and Toronto crews will be playing the same game. Tuesdays and Thursdays, Apocalypse World. The two games will run independently from each other for the entire month of July until the final weekend when at Con Bravo, live at a panel, we will record the fifth episode. Technically, it's episode number nine, because you've already heard eight. But the point is, it's the finale to both the Thursday and the Tuesday crew, as they will come together for the first time and play at the table together. Both Toronto and Edmonton playing together, cats and dogs, mass hysteria. The finale to Terrible Warriors season five, the finale to Apocalypse World for the month of July, live at Con Bravo. You can get your tickets for the weekend now at 2017.conbravo.com. Beyond just the terrible warriors who will be at Con Bravo, you've also got one of our terrible warrior founders, Big Mike, running D20 Live. Those are one of the must-see shows. Anthony Sardina, who is playing in our wrestling game, he's part of Team Four Star. They're going to be at Con Bravo, too. The Nostalgia Critic is going to be there. There's a bunch of YouTube stars. Our own Cassie Chu is running the Indie Showcase floor, so go down and play some of those indie games. And we'll see about running some pickup games during the weekend as well if you want to sit at the tables with us. So that's all the last weekend of July. 
We'll be reminding you a lot about that through July during Apocalypse World, but of course, if you want to ask us questions or find out what's going on, you can follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. We've gotten a little bit better at interacting with you on there. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Derek and Bree run those for me, as well as if you like the fact that we're going to be at Con Bravo and you want to see us going to more conventions in the future, you want to see us being more daring with our game choices and bringing more guests into the studio, consider being a supporter at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Beyond the personal satisfaction of supporting independent entertainers like ourselves, you will also get access to the debrief episodes, the complete campaign compilations, as well as in the higher tiers, we'll send you postcards, we'll name you in our games, you can even sit at the table and join us for a game. We've already got someone lined up for the new season who will be playing a game with us. And if you think that people like Derek and Dodd and Justin are the absolute bomb when it comes to being GMs, well, we also offer one-on-one consultations to help plan your game. Heck, I might even run a game for you. Today's Terrible Warriors and your Suicide Squad, Derek Burrow, Shane Fitzgerald, and Will Mitchell. And I have a feeling we'll be seeing those bad guys again real soon. But for now, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for telling games and telling stories. And we will see you next week in the apocalypse world right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>